Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, everyone. Tim Kitzer here from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. And you're listening to Throwing Up the Same with Trayvon Edwards and Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka. And now here's your starting lineup. Trayvon Edwards, Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka. And today we have a special guest. Uh, we have a good friend, Alric Augustine, a.k.a. Butter. What's going on? What's up, brothers? Man, uh, thank y'all for having me today. I'm uh, happy to be here. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, our Augustine, a.k.a. Butter, is the creator and founder of Keep It Run 100, a run club based out of Los Angeles. He's also known around the city as the mayor of L.A. And now it's time for the one or the two with J Skills. Prince or MJ? Michael Jackson. Beano or Blast? Blast. 212 Parties or Greystone? It was 212 for sure. <laughs> Colony or toxic? Toxic. The 10 freeway or the 405? The 10. Compton or Watts? <laughs> um, I'm gonna hey, go. say the right answer, too. <laughs> Trey with the press. I have to go, I'm going to have to go Compton. I'm going to have to go Compton. Freaking or Crip Walking? Man, he's gonna put me in a tough spot right now. <laughs> I'm more freaking. I'm more freaking. <laughs> Crenshaw or Slauson? Oh, uh, Slauson. Rosecrans or Market Street? <laughs> I'm gonna go market. <laughs> the butter taco or the butter donut? Oh, listen, man. <laughs> I'm pleading the fifth on that one because they both fire. Yeah. They both fire. Dodgers or Lakers? Dodgers. Tequila or vodka? Tequila. Moet or Vuv? Uh, Mo. Clubhouse or OnlyFans? <laughs> uh, I've never been on OnlyFans, but I'm going to take that over Clubhouse. They both janky. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure, Jakey. Uh, comedy or action movies? Oh, action comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Low down, dirty shame, or how to be a player? Hmm. How to be a player? Fat beach or soul plane? Soul plane. Paper soldiers or I got the hookup. Paper soldiers. <laughs> Foolish or tripping? Tripping. Next Friday or house party? House party for sure. Greatest movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> White man can't jump or above the rim? Oh, I don't go white man can't jump. Bad boys or Beverly Hills Cop? Beverly Hills Cop. New Jack City or Dead Presidents? New Jack City. Belly or American Gangster? Mm. American Gangster. Tupac or Kendrick? Kendrick. <laughs> Biggie or Jay-Z? <laughs> Not everybody knows how what? it feels about, about Pac. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the biggest Pac fan, just for the listeners out there. <laughs> um, you, what was the last one? What was the next one? Biggie or Jay Z? That's tough. Uh, I'm gonna I'm go big. Kobe or LeBron? Hmm, I'm gonna go Kobe. Derek Fisher or Nick Van Exel? <laughs> Lamar Odom or Eddie Jones? Eddie Jones. Ying Yang Twins or the Hot Boys? Hmm. Hot Boys. <laughs> T-Pain or Lil Jon? Uh, T-Pain. Uh, 112 or Jagged Edge? 112. Rick Ross or Two Chains? Ross. Jeezy or Gucci? Hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Skillers or Eminem's? Uh, Eminem's. Eminem's or Doolin's? Or Doolin's? The, the soulful spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Eminem's is so okay. I'm gonna go Doolin's. Hey, for people that don't know, uh, that's not from LA. It's a soul food restaurant. Yeah, people's like Eminem's or what? Yeah, Eminem's was a soul food restaurant that's that was in LA. It was we had a few of them. I don't know if any of them are still. I there. went to the Carson. Room, bro. I'm an East Side baby. Yeah, the, 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 there was one on Carson, and there was one. There was one on there was one on King and Christian. Yeah. But I think they all was gone. one in uh, it was one on Imperial. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. they all gone. Yeah, Popeyes, Louisiana, Louisiana, Manchester, Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> Pressed juice or creation? Pressed. A one or fresh and meaty? Hmm, that's also a crazy name. What? Oh, Fresh and Meaty. That's a crazy name for a business. I mean, Fresh and Meaty oh, Burger. <laughs> you got to throw that on there. No, the <laughs> burger spots. People ain't going to know half the shit I'm talking about. This is some real L.A. shit, y'all. <laughs> um, Hulk Hogan or Stone Cold Steve Austin? 
Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Bret the Hitman Hart, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. All right, y'all, y'all gotta relax. <laughs> y'all gotta relax. This, this is a Shawn Michaels podcast. <laughs> Uh, high school parties or college parties? College parties. Free shoes or free food? Mm, free food. <laughs> uh, being a girl dad or an L.A. legend? Oh, girl dad, for sure. Owning property or giving back to the community? Uh, give him back. Jordan one or Jordan four? Jordan six. <laughs> 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 but I, I just, you know, I'm gonna go Jordan one. Yeah, I, I, I love the ones in the fours. I'm gonna go Jordan one. Hyper flights or phone posits? <laughs> uh, phones. I'm gonna go phones. AirPods or headphones? Oh, AirPods. AirPods. Prestos or Ultra Boost? Prestos. Jokes or facts? Depends on the setting. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go jokes. <laughs> yeah. And the last one, <laughs> the last one, being outside or inside? Outside for sure. Show. I'm outside. <laughs> we outside. We outside. <laughs> that was Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people not patients, Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and ooh, pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually tastes great and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even at the gym. People, it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes. Unplug your vape. Throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Right now, bomb listeners. That's right. This podcast that you're listening to, the Black Opinions Matter. You guys all go to Lucy dot co and use promo code bom to get 20 percent off all products on your first order including gum or lozenges that's lucy l-u-c-y dot co and use promo code bom at checkout also i have to give this disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco nicotine is an addictive chemical lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code BOM. Well, we're going to go back and, and, and find out how Butter became Butter. Um, what is young Alric's relationship with hoops? Man, hoop, hoop was everything for me growing up. Um, you know, uh, middle school, high school, you know, I went to Washington, hoop there for a little bit. 
um, you know, you know, there comes a point in your, in your life where, you know, you realize that this may not be the route for you <laughs> and it's not in a negative way, but you got to figure something else out. Um, but no, growing up, that's all I did was play basketball. You know, you know, y'all know I go traveling to different parks with your, with your crew. You know, you got your five, taking your five all across the city trying to get some run. Uh, I still love it. I, I still love it, but I don't think I'm ever – I don't. it's a very slim chance of ever getting me out there again. What was the parks that you went to when you was younger? Well, like, so I grew up – I grew up in L.A. like off of like Gage and Western. So, um I'd be, you know, I'd be at St. Andrews. I'd be at Van Ness. I'd be at uh, press Earth. ratio. By the way, listen, <laughs> I was cool. I was good. So, <laughs> you know, uh, me and Thursday hit. Uh, what's that park over there by his crib? Damn, um, Del Air. We used to hoop at Del Air. We used to go uh, everywhere, man. <laughs> Hey, you name it, some sick parks, man. For right. real. I was up at Van Ness. So you telling me you didn't get pressed? Playing hoop in, in the city? I, I, I could honestly, I never got pressed, bro. I, I got pressed at Jesse Owens. Yeah, J.O. I used to hoop at J.O. too. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot going on in our era, bro. Like a lot of uh, other activities outside of the basketball court. All right. <laughs> like niggas was doing a lot. But yeah, because, um, you know. But that is like, you know, a lot of things is how you carry yourself too. I mean, some there'd be people out there tripping. Yeah. But then like if you if you carry yourself looking for the press, you're gonna get pressed. So right. Right. You know, that was never my thing. Like that's not my that's not my that's not my uh that's not my my, my field of expertise. So like I'm right. not out there, you know, I'm not out there tripping. So who who was the nicest person that you play with? Because obviously your generation at birthed some great ballers. From the city, man. You know, you, you know, you know. There's all like, cause I, I'm I'm 2001, so like, you know, my year is Tyson, Josh Childress, uh, Deshaun Stevenson, all, you know, all, all of them went pro. Uh, but like, I had I had just homies who just didn't even get anywhere. You know, what I'm saying didn't even get close to the league, but they had they had so much game, like. Trey, uh, I know you know John Clemens. That's one of my closest yeah, Clemens, friends, bro. Clemens, yeah. John, John, had, John had game, bro. John, like, I, I came up with John from like seven years old, and I was always like impressed by his game. John at Westchester, you know, they had the big, the bigger names at Westchester, but I was, I was, I was like, you know, Bottoms, LB, all them. I was a huge Ashanti fan, bro. Yeah. Like, I love that's the Ashanti Cook, by the way. Yeah, sure. I love Ashanti. Um, but no, um. I played against like Wesley Stokes in a lot of Long Beach. Uh, you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was some cats, you know, that's not, you know, like I said, the biggest names, but, you know, if I, if I bought them up, people know who they were. Yeah. yeah sure. I'm not even asking about big names. It's more so just, you know, the cats from the city. Cause we, we... I mean, shit, he naming the cats from the city. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, that's yeah. why I wanted him to name them cats. Cause it's like, everybody knows. Russell, James, Demar, you know what I'm saying, all NBA cast, but it's like it was so many guys that was right under there, or even like the guys who were really popping in high school at Fairfax, Westchester, Hassan, and all of them. That was kind of like maybe in the middle of y'all age and my age, but like you know, so it was a whole bunch of people that is dope that didn't make it to the league, you know. 
you know it's crazy. I ain't never seen butter hoop, dog. But now <laughs> you and uh Kenny, two niggas that I ain't never seen hoop, but I used to always, you know what I mean? Like I see y'all at everything else. Like I remember, I remember the first time I uh I met you, I forgot what what, what particular party I was at. I also seen you randomly at Hollywood Hookah when I was with Lamar Odom. You remember that? I do remember that. I do remember <laughs> that. Yo, that was a random night, by the way. Right, that was so random. Right, right. But right. long story short, everybody used to be like, yo, he got the best ankles in the city. And when you say that, you talk about crib walking. And I'm like, yo, because that's a thing, like a tradition. You don't have to right. gangbang. You don't have to be associated with anything. But it's a part of our culture. It's a dance. And, oh, you know, that's where you battle. And mm-hmm. a lot of people used to be like, you know, butter. And then God rest his soul, uh, Booby and Steve Moore. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you could go down a line of different guys that had the best ankles in the city. And I remember vouching for you like early on in Twitter, like 2011, 2012. I'm like, I got money on butter. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you just, you, you know what I mean? you like, I might have to come out of retirement if the bread involved, you know what I'm saying? But but definitely, uh, that that's how that's how I knew you. So now I'm definitely going to, I know you'd be running, but we might have to get out on the court and shoot. Um, listen, man, we'll get some jumpers up. I, I, no, I that's all this. I can do now. I'm tapped. Yeah. I, I ain't out there sure. doing nothing. Uh, sure. What's your relationship with television growing up? Um, Television, you know, growing up, I, you know, it was, we had, you know, things we tapped into TGIF, uh, Nickelodeon, whatever, whatever we watched as kids, you know, like you, you want to run home and get, and get home at the school to watch Darkwing Duck and tell, you know what I'm saying, tell me, shit like that. Um, but no, nah, television was, was, was big, you know, cause, um, cause outside of just like normal TV shows, I was a big, I, I watched a lot of sports. So being able to catch, like, you know, Laker games, Clipper games, whoever, you know, just as, cause to, to try to hone my craft at the time, you know, try to hoop and play basketball, um tv you know tv had played a big part in there yeah no you just named off some classic shows i mean uh we had some other guests that was on here and i think we talked about power rangers but like that run because you're around my age too of coming home and being able to catch power rangers vr troopers right, right. um beetleborgs like nigga you stay home you might catch recess and Sonic the Hitchhog. There's so many different type right. of good good television shows on back in the day. And then at night we had Living Single, Martin, um, New York Undercover. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Just a For whole sure. rollout. Yeah, so yeah. TV was just com- completely different. Even the random shows, though, like Gargoyles and... That's what I'm saying. The one-offs was crazy, bro. Yeah, like, it was some wild shit. And then, like, even the... Uh, like, I even fucked with the UPN whole little lineup. Like, Oh, you was watching uh, uh, uh yeah, Moesha, out of space. homeboys out of space, homeboys out of space, <laughs> Malcolm and Eddie. You know what I'm saying? Eddie was fire. Yeah, like right. they had a. I mean, even niggas forget in the house was a dope little show. Niggas used to watch. Yeah, yeah, oh. in, the house, fire. <laughs> in the house, in the house was fire, bro. Yeah. Like just even thinking about that shit though. TV is definitely hitting different. Um, do you watch TV now? Do you have time to watch uh, TV? I'm let, let me rephrase that. Um, before the pandemic, I was I was not in the TV. Um, but you know, once once the world slowed down, it gave me a chance to kind of catch up on some things. Um, right now, I'm tapped into like I make sure I watch Snowfall. Snowfall is that's is, Mando. Is, is some heat. That's Mando. That's Mando. That's Mando. And they tell and they telling the story right, so I'm happy about that. 
Right. Um, excuse me. Um, uh, Netflix. I, I, I try to catch. Well, I caught the season. Of, uh, Last Chance You. Mm-hmm. That's big. Um, that's a great. You know, that's a great uh, documentary. Um, what else? Do y'all know the coach on there? Because I heard a lot of people talking about it and saying it was a good show. I didn't watch this. The I, I, I don't know the coach personally. I don't know him personally, but uh, I've, I've, I, I know him. other people that that have tapped in with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I seen a lot of people were talking about it and saying how good of a coach he was, and I was like, oh, wow. He's just passionate, man. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you gotta be a little bit crazy to get the best out of right, right, you know, them right. type of them type of kids. Sometimes, and that's the thing, right? That's rare to be seen in this era too, in 2021, because you can barely talk to kids. I had some coaches that talk to me crazy, dog. Like I had a coach tell me he's gonna send my black ass back to Compton, bro, and he's gonna go get another one of me, white coach, right. Like, they, but that was right. like, all right, in my head, I ain't looking at it like, oh, he racist. I'm about to go tell on him. It was like, he really can go get another one of me because I'm only 6'1 and I can jump. But it's like 12 other of us that 6'1 that can jump right, right back at the crib. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to hoop. You know what I mean? But I also learned how certain coaches micromanaged too, where they was just like, if it was an inner city, it was, I mean, if it wasn't an inner city kid and he was from like maybe the local area. So I went to school at uh, Fresno City for a year, and they had a kid from Clovis, and the kid had both parents, mild-mannered, like one of the nicest dudes ever, and he would be very gentle with them niggas. And I had to, like, take a step back and understand, especially when I became a coach, that you can't talk to everybody the same way because you would kill his confidence if you're going hard on him and he can't do that way versus he would talk to, you know, me, the kids from New York, the kids from Chicago, crazy. Like talk to us crazy to yeah. a point where we like, nigga, he, you, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, we like fuck him, but we motivated to like, we ain't going back to the crib. We going back to the crib with something like a scholarship or right. a championship. All right, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, if you back at the house and you idle, you are gonna get in trouble. But but uh, but would you ever teach uh, or like coach um, running, like be a track coach at a high school yeah. or college? I mean, like I, I don't, I don't have track experience but like you know like i know you know a little something when it comes to this running thing but like i'm not opposed to like helping uh you know the the, the youth because uh, i was working on middle school to start a run program called the morning mile just to get kids active mm-hmm. but um like long distance and stuff like i'm not opposed to like teaching you know later on down the line and working yeah. at school yeah, that'd be dope. yeah you should look into cross country for sure since it's distance running you know what i mean because that's definitely that's definitely one of the things I ran track at Compton and, you know, I didn't know nothing about it. I had no fundamentals. I didn't know how to get in the blocks. I'm standing up. I hear right. a gun. Pop. And then I just take off running. And it was cool. But, you know, like, you know, like, especially representation and you kind of getting into that, mm-hmm. that, that goes into so many sports, especially like wrestling and soccer, where you got to have your stamina and endurance up. If you can get them kids to be active like that, then that just, that works tremendous, you know, range for them not just only for, for sure track and you cool like that's the that's always been the biggest thing for me with coaches like I wasn't like a super athlete but I played sports all up and through high school and like it was always the cool coaches that I wanted to fuck with or you know like play for I ain't had none of them niggas and, and that's what I'm saying it was it was, <laughs> it was a rare thing to find a cool <laughs> coach I remember people you know what I'm saying like people hated the Fairfax basketball coach people hated this coach and that coach and you know what I'm saying? Like nobody liked their coach. And I, th- I felt like that was a big hindrance, you know? Look, all the cool coaches, them niggas was snakes, bro. 
You be trying to be <laughs> cool with that they, nigga. They want, they want us up. They want something out of the deal. That's <laughs> it, bro. Like you be tapping in with them, you joking with them, and they could be like, "All right, get on the line." <laughs> what? We was just joking, bro. Come on, dog. You a sucker. But I also understood when I became a coach too. I was like, okay, I see. I see what it is. These niggas think they think shit's sweet. Um, your last topic was video games. What's your What's your relationship with video games? Um, right now. Well, not now. I'm not no, a, back yeah, then. I'm we not can... a big video game. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I had every day. You know, Nintendo. Super Nintendo, uh, what Xbox? I mean, no, uh, GameCube. What's up? Mm-hmm. What Sega Genesis, uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I did it all, man. Uh, video games was huge for us coming up. Like that was, um, that was our escape where I get away from just every, you know, life's whatever it was throwing at us at that at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you try to, especially you know. If you if you had the if you had the house where all, all everybody came to like all your homies if you had the fun house right like everybody want to come to your house and play the game and you know and it's just that's building bonds and you know what I'm saying you 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 being able to you know learn more about you and your friends outside of just being in the school and et cetera et cetera because everybody doesn't have the opportunity to let's say go hang with their friends and do extra career, like, you know, activities like that after class. You know, some people, some parents are a little bit harder on, harder on the kids than the others. So, you know, being able to be with my friends through video games growing up was dope. What's your favorite video game of all time? Mm, Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl, hard. You owe, you owe too. That's the thing. That just, that just aged you right there because, again, you can be able to run to the other end zone right. and heave it. And score a touchdown. Bro, you could throw a hundred. Oh, Jackson the house every time. Bro, you could go zigzag the entire field and score or go backwards. Right. And they still wouldn't be able to tackle right. you, dog. That's crazy. Um, who who did right. you play video games with the most? Like just like your best friends, your cousin? Um yeah, we had some of my best friends, like we all we had, you know, one of my partners, that's that's where we went every day after school to his house. And, he, you know, he had all the games and all the systems and stuff. So it was dope to just be over there with the homies. When did you retire from playing video games? Mm, I haven't played. I haven't been playing video games like consistently. Let's say, let's say in about five years. But I have like, like I have a PS Five. I don't even touch it, bro. Like it's <laughs> same, same. I mean, I've got to the point. I've seen a, a TikTok video where it says you have a full time job. Um. And the weekend off, and the dude turned on the game. He sat on the couch and fell asleep with the controller in his hand. You just don't have no. that attention span or that effort right. to do it. I mean, I know some people that are still committed to it, but like it's just the idea of like, oh yeah, I can go get the system, or it's here for hosting purposes. If somebody, if I'm going to get dressed, and I'm like, right. oh, you can turn the game on, go ahead and play while you know <laughs> this and that. But I don't think we, I don't think we really locked in like that. Even during the, even during the Panera Bread. We right. still we still wasn't playing that much. Because so, he like what's up, Jay? No, I was just gonna uh let you go, but I was gonna ask you how, how you got your name, butter. Uh hooping coming up, man. Coach coach told me I smooth like butter, and I've been butter ever since. Man, my, my family calls me butter. Uh anybody I'm 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 dealing with business wise, they call me butter. So just like but how but how did that name get, 
get brought home? Did somebody else started calling you butter after the, after the coach did? Oh uh, yeah, like, the coach did, and I mean, like my mom picked it up, and yeah, you know, it was, it was everybody's calling me at school, so. That's yeah. crazy that your nickname came from basketball and sports. It's full, <laughs> it's full circle, obviously, that being one of your topics. But, like, I don't know why. I didn't I think anything else of, like, how would you – I knew it would be associated with being smooth or some shit like that. But, like, for a coach to tell you, like, yo, you, you smooth, you know what I'm saying? Like, you right. know what I mean? Because it ain't too many butters that's running right. around. I know a butter from Park Village, and I know you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he hooped, too. But I don't think he was smooth, but you know what I'm saying? It was <laughs> sure. Um, no, nah, that's just that's that's the name, man. I, I um it's I love it though, you know. I mean, at I this point, it. man, you know what I'm saying? You found a way to embrace it and, and embody it into you know your your different transitions of your life and, and where you are in your career. Um now you have like you know, we mentioned in your in your bio about your run club. What got you into running? Um, so running was something I picked up about seven years ago when my daughter was born, you know, um, you have a kid, you picked up, you pick up dad weight cause you, you're not as active as you used to be. You're trying to, uh, I was working multiple jobs, trying to make away from my, my kid. So, uh, you know, next thing I know, I take a picture and I looked at myself in that picture and I was like, yo, where, where did this, where, who's that guy? You know what I'm saying? So I picked up some pounds and running was like, running was free. Didn't have to go get a gym membership for it. Start off with one one mile, one led to two, two led to four. You know what I'm saying? Now, I've, I've you know I got my run club. I've run multiple marathons, and it's it's really you know my everything. Like, I I love it. We end up getting a little close in uh 2018. Um, you got a chance to you know I got a chance to join you guys and run for a little bit, and then you came and ran with us with BK and a couple mm-hmm. other people on the night runs, and we did the Adidas Parlay and a couple other events. Um, from there, obviously, you know, the run club just ended up just obviously booming and, and right. took off and, you know, now you're here, you know, you got endorsements, you got, you know, different, uh, you know, more eyes on it. What has been the most, what has kept you going outside of, you know, your daughter, obviously, but what has kept you going to show up every day for people? and continue to push this have this health driven uh like you know organization um what does it for me the rewarding part of everything for me is when people gravitate to what i'm doing and it it it, it starts impacting them like when people tell me they ran their fastest mile times getting better or just I would do no crazy races. I just want people that look like us to active. So if kids 75, I think it's just getting people of color more. You know, and I just be curious. Right now we're in a world where combating so many just different things, you know, heart disease, high blood pressure, COVID, et cetera, et cetera. And a healthier lifestyle helps with that. So the reward is, you know, people just – you know, taking control of their health and just want to want to do better. Yeah, uh, a buddy of mine actually uh, joined you uh, one time, and he told me like the, about the experience, and he said that he really liked that. You know, it was almost like basically a run club church, right? You had sure. the 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 overall community part, 
and then obviously come as you are. No judgment, mm -hmm. just join and, and run. And, and, you know, obviously it was very welcoming and, and you had, you know what I mean? Like everybody's kind of pushing each other to, to finish. And, and that's, I think that's good for people that want to get into running that may have questions or fear or feel like they ain't fast enough and just not mm -hmm. really understanding the real community of it. So, um, you know, obviously I want to commend you for the, the work that you're doing and, and continue to push that lifestyle, especially in our, our, our community, because again, we have went against, you know, working out, we went against uh, healthy eating. We went against going to the doctor and doing the normal things that should be essential, but also sometimes we lack the resources and you've kind of created a, uh, a resource for people to use the earth as their gym. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To, 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 to put their, uh, I know most people say what the, the carbon footprint, remove the carbon footprint and, you know what I mean? And be able to, you know, map out and see different places. Cause you know, um, like I said, I got a chance to run with y'all in downtown LA. It was places I ain't never even like turned, drove down any streets and we seeing art and we stopping and somebody talking right. and, then, and you can just go down the way and being able to just hit different areas. And then obviously, you know, you're working out constantly. So, um, it's, it's super inspirational. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, man. I was going to say like you kind of creating your own business out of your personal necessity is, is a very like uh, inspirational thing to see, you know, because it wasn't like uh, just an average, you know, entrepreneurial decision. It was something that was geared within health and, you know, like thoughtfulness towards the community and, you know, just like people being able to, to live longer and, and, and live healthy. You know, I think that's very, um, commendable at the very least, you know? Thank you, bro. I just, you know, I just want us to all live forever. Um, and it's, you know, a healthy, like I said, a healthier lifestyle to help us, you know, extend, extend that lifespan. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have a question that we ask all our guests. Uh, what advice would you give your 18 year old self? Um, Don't just be patient. Be patient. Um, we all because we be patient because everything's gonna figure itself out. And uh, I tell people we have this thing where, like, let's say we're 16, 18, or whatever, we feel like we have a we have a way that we feel like life is gonna play out. We're gonna graduate high school, go to college, you know, get a job, get married, blah 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 blah, like. You know, that's just how people kind of see some, the, the majority kind of see their way, their life playing out. Um, but that's not necessarily the case all the time, you know. So um, in that, we are, you know, in, in, in the course of life, we're going to bump our heads. We're going to feel like we're not at the point we, we, we're supposed to be at. And, you know, it tend to bother us. But as we've all seen, as we get older and, you know, time goes on, things get better. Like if you find something you love, give it everything you have and. You'll be all right, but just be patient because things will work itself out. Sound advice. Definitely. Things will work itself out. Even at your lowest points, you know, the good thing about life, you get an extra 24, man, to fix it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, man, this has definitely been a dope episode, man. I'm glad that we got a chance to talk to you. Um, I hadn't seen you in a long time, so 
you know, it's obviously a joy to, to, to even have you in this space. Uh, so thank you, Jason, for reaching out to Butter, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, thank you, Butter, for being on. I remember Butter from the LMU days, hosting the shows, having parties, turning up in the dorm. You know, <laughs> we've been rocking for a long time, many phases through this LA and life journey. And to see him where he is now from where I met him is just incredible just to show this human growth and, you know, how on his shit he is and has been. What's up, brother? Man, thank you, man. I appreciate this. Yeah. Yes, sir. Growing up the same wins the game. <laughs>